This is the story of Jack and the two podcasters. Once upon a time, there was a powerful samurai warrior named Jack. Jack would do all sorts of sick moves and badass stunts, and the two uneducated podcasters would stumble over their words trying to describe his awesomeness. One day, they ran out of time recording the intro to their episode. Anyway, they all lived happily ever after. The end? Dot dot dot? Question mark? Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Back to the cast. Got to recap. Very special episode today. Episode 13, the season finale of Samurai Jack season one. Uh, very excited to unpack this interesting episode. Uh, Nick Montagani, I am here with my partner in time, Brendan Riley. Oh, hello. Uh, yeah, we're here for a season finale. Maybe the... Uh most unique season finale I've seen in in many shows. Uh, the the titular character doesn't even show up in this one, uh, like in the flesh. It's pretty great. It is pretty great. We'll 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 get right into it. Um, I don't know. I've got not a lot of bullshit to talk about at the top of the episode here. Um, uh, not really. No. Uh, Brendan, I've been playing Ghosts of Tsushima. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard they're actually making another one. Uh, Ghosts of E something I don't actually something. remember. Yeah, a different yeah. a different uh, place in Japan. <laughs> uh, I had heard the same, um, which is exciting. I had not played Ghost of Tsushima until now, and uh, I'm enjoying it a lot. Yeah, I liked it a lot too. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty fun. Um, the open world stuff is like okay. Um, I think the combat is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just kind of generally enjoying like the. Sam, the wandering samurai, you, you know, go figure. I'm into yeah, the yeah. samurai Japan sort of aspect of yeah, this what, game. What a great time to be playing it. Um, <laughs> how are you? How are you approaching things? Are you going in honorably calling out the whole fort uh, or are you sneaking your way in, stabbing everybody in the throat? I like to go in and do the standoffs mm-hmm. and like call them out to fight me just because I think the line de- deliveries are really funny. He'll like ride up on a horse and challenge them to fight, but he'll just say, hey. <laughs> uh, I played it in Japanese, so I'm, it always just oh. sounded epic for me. But have you checked out uh, Kurosawa mode in that game yet? I haven't. Um, I think that might be something I do, like maybe in a new game plus mm-hmm. kind of deal. Um, it looks pretty cool. I like the fact that they added that. Yeah, it 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 does like a grainy effect, black and white, and it right. makes the audio sound kind of tinny, like a, like an older film. Oh, that's fun. Uh, so it does a lot to it. And I, I thought it was pretty interesting. But there are certain missions where it's like, follow the purple flowers. Oh, no. And the game will be in black and white. And you're like, I have no idea which flowers are purple. <laughs> There's literally no way for me to know. I can imagine that being a huge issue. I'm already having issues now not playing in that mode. Because um, you know me, I'm like wicked colorblind. So yeah. it's it. there are missions where it's like literally find this color flower or mm-hmm. like ride to the blue mountain or something like that. And I'm like, well, they're all blue mountains to me. <laughs> I guess I'll just have to go to every mountain now. 
uh, that's okay. I, I don't mind going to every mountain. Um, I'm, I'm having a very good time playing that. Uh, you know what else I'm having a good time doing is watching Samurai Jack. Yeah. Let's recap an episode, shall we? Let's get into it. As we said, uh, the season finale of season one of Samurai Jack, uh, episode 13, titled Aku's Fairy Tales. Oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> uh, which is fun because this is like the first episode title that we've had since I think episode three, where the word Jack is not in the episode title. Yeah, yep. Which is, you know, fitting. This this one's all about the shape-shifting master of darkness. Mm-hmm. The Shogun of Sorrow himself. Yes. Uh, the Deliverer of Darkness. And then there was one other one. Uh, I don't uh, remember it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Episode 13, uh, December 3rd. 2001. So the opening of the episode, we're in sort of one of those big futuristic cities, kind of, it almost looks like the exact same city from episode two. Yeah, I just kind of assumed that it was. Yeah, it's like a futuristic city with these towering skyscrapers and and flying cars all over the place. Um, We kind of pan down to the, the ground level in this city, and we can see that there is a young girl who's running from something. We mm-hmm. don't know what. Um, and then she stops as the shadow of Aku appears uh, sort of behind her against a wall. She's looking up at Aku and his, his ghastly shadow is cast behind her. Real ominous, real spooky. This girl's in trouble. Yeah. Right off the bat, scary stuff. Um, and she starts trembling. She actually says to Aku, <laughs> please don't take my soul. Which is, <laughs> I didn't know that was something he did, but I, I guess it fits. I, I don't know. I mean, we know that the pit of hate is an option. And like, if you're not going <laughs> to send kids into the pit of hate, that's that's cruel. <laughs> Everybody should get to go to the pit of hate. <laughs> At least once. Yeah. So once in a lifetime experience. No, she she's scared of, of Aku. And uh, then we see Jack's shadow appear on the wall kind of uh, beside them. And uh, Jack. Jack yells at Aku and he says, you, you will not claim another innocent, you know, good classic Samurai Jack line. Mm-hmm. The two shadows start to lunge at each other. Like we can see them uh, heading right towards each other on this wall. Um, already Aku's shadow kind of looks a little like gnarled and deformed. Like there's something off about it. Yeah, it's it's in like profile view, but we get like his mouth is wide open. Uh, so it kind of makes one of his horns look like a weird crooked nose sticking yeah. out of the front of him. It's a weird Aku. Something's happened to him since the last time we saw him. Um, but they're they're like lunging at each other. Um, and the little girl says uh, Samurai Jack, like very dreamily. She <laughs> yeah. says, my my hero, <laughs> which is fun. Like a, like a little rascals kind of thing. Kind of. Yeah. Um. The two shadows collide and Jack raises his sword and just bonks Aku right on the head yeah. with, it, with a very cartoony bonk. Yeah, like a like a bamboo. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is funny. It's a very silly sequence. We, we realize that what's actually happening, the camera pulls out and it's a bunch of kids who are dressed up and sort of playing Jack versus Aku, mm-hmm. um, which is fun. Uh, the kid who's Aku... Uh, his hair is like all crazy. It looks like the exact same shape as Aku's horns. Right. Yeah. Um, that kid's got to do something about that hair. <laughs> he can't do anything with it. We see him even try. <laughs> yeah. There's it's it's a tough, tough break for that kid. Um, but he's very frustrated and he says he doesn't want to be Aku anymore. You know, they keep playing. I don't I don't want to be Aku. I, I want to be Jack. 
Um, and the kid who is playing Jack, he he tells him, well, you can't because I do the best Samurai Jack imitation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and kids- and one of the kids goes, do it again. <laughs> so he does and he delivers that same you will not claim another innocent and it's literally just phil lamar doing the voice (laughs) uh so uh, a fun thing about this kid is his voice actor is bumper robinson and this guy voices um hermes son in futurama oh Uh, and hermes is voiced by phil lamar yeah Uh, so so we have a connection there that's a fun easter egg yeah yeah so we can see uh, that actually surrounding them, there's like dozens of other kids that are dressed up as Samurai Jack, and only this one kid dressed up as Aku. Um, the uh, the Jack kid says, "Well, you used to love being Aku," which like you feel you feel bad for that kid a little bit because the the kids are kind of bullying him because he looks like Aku. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, yeah, that 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 line from the other kid suggests that maybe when Jack wasn't in town, like maybe this kid was kind of a dick when he was Aku and everyone else yeah. was like nobody. He's running around terrorizing everyone. Right. Hard to say. I do feel a little bad for him in this scenario because the, the Jack kid does another Jack impression and then the rest of the kids literally in unison say, yay, destroy Aku and then start chasing this kid with their wooden swords. <laughs> oh, it's good. And he's like running for his life. He looks terrified. Yeah, this kid, he's he's in a bad situation. Um, they're, they're chasing him with their swords. We cut away from the scene and we can see that Aku has been watching this whole scene on his hideaway TV. Mm-hmm. And he's got like the most sour face you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. He's just like so pissed off. <laughs> he hates this. He's like embarrassed. Um, he starts saying he's like lamenting the fact that nobody's afraid of him. Um, you know, he says people used to be afraid of him. Just hearing Aku's name would it would make people tremble in fear. I used to be somebody. <laughs> now he's nothing. <laughs> yeah, he's um, washed up. <laughs> he uh he does like a fun little finger puppet display with his horns, like mm-hmm. showing him like over scared people. Yeah, at first I wasn't sure if it was his horns or if it was his hands. Because uh, the it way it's swords. framed, it's hard to tell. But yeah, it it's almost <laughs> definitely his horns. Uh, Aku's great. This is such a fun episode. Um, but yeah, he's he's lamenting the fact that now people just openly laugh at him. Um, and we can see like the the Aku kid getting bonked repeatedly in the head <laughs> with these wooden swords. <laughs> yeah, and and Aku says that um, you know everybody knows about Samurai Jack now. Uh, but it's it's going to be all right, Aku says, because he says he's going to destroy Jack, and uh, he actually shapeshifts into like a dragon and breathes fire. Yeah, like a, a Norse-style dragon. I will unleash such evil that even the most innocent soul will be consumed by terror. We're not afraid of you anymore, Aku, no matter what you do. And we can see the kid dresses Jack uh, on the TV, which is good because he's basically speaking directly to Aku without even without even realizing knowing it. it. Yeah, yeah. An elder walks by these kids and and shushes them and tells them, you know, don't speak about Aku this way. And all the kids just laugh at him. They just laugh him right off. I'm pretty sure one of the laugh samples is the laugh from Roller Coaster Tycoon, <laughs> which I hear in a lot of cartoons. Like anytime there's children laughing, it's that same laugh. 
Uh, that makes a lot of sense because there's the scene later in the episode where Aku builds a roller coaster track, but then takes a section of it out in the middle of the track yeah. riding. Um, so that makes, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. He truly is a shogun of sorrow. Yeah. Very sorrowful. Um, Aku, he realizes, yeah, that these, these kids are not afraid of him because they've heard all of these stories of Jack's heroism. And then he starts thinking about it and he's like stroking his fire beard, which is yeah, kind of fun. It's really good. He's thinking about it and he realizes, well, if these kids respond to stories, uh, I'm going to tell them some great stories to make me look like the best hero around. Mm -hmm. At one point in this scene, Aku even says that he has to, uh, I think the line is, I have to cleanse the plague of hope in this world. (laughs) So ominous. (laughs) From here, uh, we can see there's this gigantic kind of like scary looking dome or like arena somewhere Mm -hmm. in the city. It's got all these like horrifying like spider legs sticking out of the top of it. Yeah, it's it's very creepy, unnecessarily so. Um, but we could see like just thousands, like these giant crowds of children shuffling into this this arena. Um, and inside of the arena, uh, we can see these very ominous video screens <laughs> everywhere. It's with- <laughs> uh, it's yeah. very Invader Zim actually. Uh, everything about this like arena that they're in reminded me of like something zim would do yeah that's accurate um it's these these videos of like super close-up shots of like kittens and teddy bears and there's like Um, a there's a monkey and a rhino yeah they're they're adorable they're like supposed to be cute comforting things for these kids but there's like scan lines and like scrambled audio playing over (laughs) them too and like the tvs themselves are all like jagged and spiky It's like Aku's trying to comfort these kids, which is a very foreign concept to him, and it's not <laughs> working. Like, these kids all look horrified. Some of them are literally crying. <laughs> it's really good. It's really, really good. Uh, yeah, they, they shuffle in and sit down, and in the middle of this giant room is this huge, fiery throne just sitting there. Nobody's on it, but it's just sitting here, and all the kids have gathered around it, mm-hmm. and- it's they they kind of pause for a minute and then all of those screens shut off and the room goes black and a spotlight shines right on that throne. There's another long pause and then just out of nowhere, Aku appears on this throne. Yeah, I love the way he appears too. Like they could have done something where like smoke shoots up or like you see shadows right. slither onto the throne, but the way they did it is just. One frame, he's not there. In the next frame, there's like a strike noise, like sound effect, and he's suddenly in the seat. Yeah. Uh, Aku is not about optics. He just wants, you know, he's he's going to be there when he's going to be there. <laughs> and yeah, he's very scary. Um, he just appears and he's like glowering down at these children, <laughs> like giving them that same sour face from before um, with that droning like Aku theme song playing in the background mm-hmm. behind him as he stares at them. Uh, it's a great moment. And uh, he, he stares at them for a minute and then he says to them, a tale must be told. A tale of epic proportions. <laughs> I will start now by saying uh, Mako is great. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> if you needed proof, uh, this is the episode to prove it. He definitely like choose every scene he's in. He's fucking great. Yeah, he's he's really good. Um, and this episode is like a masterclass in in his work. Um, so yeah, he's going to tell a, a tale to these children, 
And it's kind of cool because he starts telling this story and it pans down, like the camera pans down into like his inky black body. Um, and what we can see is like a series of planets and stars, like in constellations as he's, as he's starting to deliver the story. And what he says is that, uh, there was an evil giant serpent demon, uh, that was eating planets whole. Like we see this, this, a large serpent flying across the screen, just devouring planets. Yeah, I immediately thought of uh, Nidhogg, uh, which I yeah. believe is another Norse uh, yep. thing. Yes, it is. Um, it's it's yeah, very similar to that. Um, and Aku says that this this demon came to eat Earth, um, but before he could do that, a uh, in Aku's words, a beloved and courageous warrior. <laughs> yeah. Um, came to fight the the beast and uh, we see this warrior wearing like a golden suit of armor like a trojan suit of armor mm-hmm. he went to fight him and flew into battle like into outer space on a golden chariot pulled by eight tiny reindeer Aku yeah. says yep this is the this is the greatest christmas story i've ever heard <laughs> it's like already like a weird santa claus parallel um i don't know aku he's he's gonna have some trouble telling these stories in a very cohesive way uh but this is the start of it he actually calls aku calls the beast a cosmic scourge which i kind of like that that yeah. terminology mm-hmm. but we see shots of the the warrior and the beast sort of charging at each other across the sky um and the warrior uh cast his his spear of truth he he reared back and threw his shining spear towards the beast and struck it right in the chest um and it shudders for a moment, and Aku says that being struck by the spear, it transformed this being into beef jerky. <laughs> yeah, and it's like the, <laughs> the most disgusting, like grayest piece of beef jerky I've ever seen. Yeah, he turned it into rotten beef jerky. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is like, uh, it, already it's like, I just love Aku trying to appeal to these children. Like... <laughs> This is a good story. Kids love beef jerky. Yeah, who wouldn't? <laughs> it's so good. Like, it's this great shot of, yeah, this giant piece of, like, gray beef jerky floating in space uh, <laughs> with that warrior triumphantly standing, like, on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's very funny. Um, and then we see Aku says that uh, he brought the beef jerky down to the people on Earth so they could all eat it. And we see this shot of, like, these these little feeble humans chomping on the beef jerky like from all sides and aku says that they never went hungry again and there's a great shot of them all like humongously fat yeah after they're all like jerky. perfectly round <laughs> yeah it's very funny um and then aku has one of my favorite lines of his in the episode uh he says who shall we thank for this heroic feat the people asked and while he's saying that we could see like one of those humans is delivering the line. Yeah, but it's like the drunk history thing again, like in the last again. episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, done just as well. Um, Mako is really good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they ask who this hero was, and uh, the hero removes their helmet, and sure enough, it is Aku. <laughs> yeah, the body's just this like really buff guy, and like it's just got <laughs> Aku's head coming out from yeah. the neck. Aku's big, stupid, smiling head coming out the top of this regular man's body. Um, yeah, it's, it's like weird. Very funny. It's weird horror, horror core. Um, 
It's so good. Yeah, he's giving like this big smile and it fades back into that chamber where all these kids are listening to the story. And we can see Aku is standing triumphantly in front of that throne with that same smirk on his face, like striking a hero pose. (laughs) But all of the kids are like completely silent. It like pans across their faces and they just look confused. Like some of them are scared, but most of them are like, what? (laughs) What even is this? Yeah, Aku recognizes that too he's like all right well maybe that story was a little too complex yeah um so he's gonna he's gonna tell a more simple story um so what he does is he summons out from nowhere (laughs) he summons this gigantic book of fairy tales it just says fairy tales on it it just comes floating down from the ceiling and opens up in front of him this humongous tome of fairy tales um and he starts to read from it and he he opens to Little Red Riding Hood. Um, this is where the episode really starts to take form. Yeah, it really it, it's it only gets better from here. He starts to read Little Red Riding Hood, and uh, he kind of pauses for a minute, and he like gets rid of the book. He's like, you know what? I'm actually familiar with this one, so I'm going to go ahead and just just tell you the story right now. And it cuts from this to. Uh, Aku is telling the story of Little Red Riding Hood, which I don't think I need to <laughs> recap no, the story really. of Little Red Riding Hood. Um, the the visual the visuals for this section, though, are really great. It looks like a, a little golden book, essentially. Yeah, um, it, it's like kind of a different art style. Um, it, it cuts to the the events of Little Red Riding Hood with Aku narrating it. And yeah, they, they animate it a little bit differently than than mm-hmm. what Samurai Jack looks like. Once upon a time, there was a little girl with an adorable red cape and great flaming eyebrows. (laughs) That's my favorite line in the show so far. And it was actually a contender for uh, one of our podcast titles. Yeah. A little behind the scenes uh, when we were talking about it. Yeah, that that was on the short list of podcast titles. (laughs) glad that it finally finally made its way into our yep, show yep i love it it's a great it's a great line delivery and yeah sure enough there's this little girl essentially who's got yeah these big flaming eyebrows wearing a red cape looks exactly like aku it's it's aku's face, it's aku's face just in a hood yeah yeah it's very silly um aku names her little red hood mm-hmm. and so yeah he starts telling like the traditional story of little red riding hood um He's delivering lines as Little Red Hood. Mm-hmm. Like, again, he's he's talking and the character's mouth is moving to match him. Um, Mako's so good in this episode. He's, like, putting on, like, a little girl voice and it's, like, yeah. highly unsettling. Um, I have this basket of confectionery <laughs> treats. <laughs> confectionery. I love the repeated use of the, the phrase confectionery treats instead of just candy. Yeah. Anytime somebody mentions the basket, they say confectionery treats. It's yeah. really good. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> uh, Aku would hammer that line home again yeah, and again. That's, I think that's he, Aku's style. I think he thinks the kids think of it that way because he's like very right. like literal and like uh, doesn't yeah. like to mince words. No. <laughs> He's a little too out of touch to really <laughs> connect with these kids. Um, but it's really funny. Uh, yeah, the wolf appears. And uh, I feel like this is kind of where some of the like voice acting and even the animation starts to lean heavily into like Hanna-Barbera territory. Yeah, this this whole Little Red Hood story is um, very Hanna-Barbera. The, the wolf yeah. is Yogi Bear. Uh, <laughs> right. 
all of the sound effects are like old Hanna-Barbera cartoon sound effects, at least for this story. I don't really think it continues past this, but right. Um, which is pretty cool. Uh, it like makes you think back to like, oh yeah, that was the other half of Cartoon Network in 2001 mm-hmm. was like all this old Hanna-Barbera stuff. Um, which is cool. I think I heard that that stuff is making a comeback. Like they're going to either do like new Hanna-Barbera stuff or like bring back the old stuff on Cartoon Network. I don't know. That makes sense. They've been doing a lot of like remakes. He-Man's getting a remake. Um, yeah. All kinds of stuff like that happening now. People love nostalgia. Yeah. That's I, why I we're mean, here. I'm <laughs> Please. I know we'd be out of a job. <laughs> this is our job, right? We are getting paid. Regular You're getting paid? Wages. Oh, shit. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, the wolf reaches, uh, grandma's house, uh, and opens the door and it's funny, like they chit chat for a minute and, uh, the wolf is like, all right, grandma, like that's enough. And she just jumps straight into yeah. his open mouth. Yeah. She's like, what big eyes you have? And he's like, yeah, and big teeth and big claws. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get it. We're not going to recap the story. Just get in. Um, it's very funny. Um, little red hood, uh, uh arrives at the house and, um, you know, they start doing the what what big eyes you have, all of that stuff. Um, yeah, it's very instantly recognizable. The wolf's voice actor is Tom Kenny. Uh, I thought at first that it was. And then as he puts on the old lady voice, it's literally just the dehydrated SpongeBob voice. Yep. <laughs> which is good. Um, yeah, they 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 talk for a minute and then the wolf attacks Little Red Hood Um uh, but he, he attacks and Aku says that he attacked without knowing that Little Red Hood had uh, laser eye beams. Yeah, and we get that. We get that the flashbulb wind up sound effect again. <laughs> yeah, just a close up shot on this. Yeah, little girl Aku face with the, the glowing eyes that just blast the wolf with <laughs> with laser beams. Uh, it's extremely funny. Um, and then he says uh, she had great combat skills <laughs> yeah. and she's just grabbed the wolf by the leg and is like slamming him back and forth. Yeah. It's hilarious. She's the body's not even moving. The arms just swinging back and forth. Yeah. Um, and then he also says that she had a powerful uppercut, which I think is really funny. Yeah. Um, and uh, little red hood just clocks the wolf and like grandma pops right out of the mouth. Yep. Uh, (laughs) It's like such a good, yeah. Good thing. Like, of course, Aku's spin on, little red hood would like end in this exact fashion. Um, it's really funny. We cut back into the chamber um, and Aku is like smiling because he's delivered this great story and it pans back to the kids and like, they're even more confused than they were before. <laughs> Cause they had probably heard the original story before. <laughs> right. This doesn't line up with what they've heard. Um, it's, it's very funny. Uh, Aku doesn't understand. He like tells them, you know, don't be afraid kids. You can, you can share your joy like this is great. I know you're loving this. Yeah. He's starting to get a little irritated with the kids. <laughs> yeah. They're 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 not loving this and they're they're just silent. And he's like really, yeah, begging them to like respond in any way and they won't. And then he yeah, he gets fed up with it and commands them to speak. Yep. Um a child stands up and uh says to Aku, Well, you know, the stories were told very well. And Aku just very desperately says, yes. <laughs> Seeking any any hint of approval from these children. I need this. This is all <laughs> I have. Um, yeah. But the kid says, but, uh, you know, I think we all want to hear a story about Samurai Jack. And he's pissed instantly. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> that nerd? 
<laughs> his stories suck. <laughs> but, you know, he's like, all right, well, if that's what you want, that's what you're going to get. Um, and he tells them he's going to tell them the story of Jack and the three bears mm-hmm. and the kids faces. Now they're all beaming like they're so excited to hear this story. Um, and so and so am I. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it, it fades to commercial. Um, and when it fades back in, it's another one of these like cartoony renditions of, of the story that Aku is telling. Um, he's narrating the story of, you know, the Goldilocks and the three bears. Um, and it's showing the bears uh, eating their porridge or, or they're about to eat their porridge. Um, and already it's like kind of weird. Uh, the <laughs> bears are talking to each other. There's there's the, the baby bear, which is like literally just like a perfect circle. Mm-hmm. He calls it the wee one. Yes. And it says, I've made us porridge, comrades. Comrades. Yeah. <laughs> it calls them comrades, which is weird. Fucking commie bears. <laughs> <laughs> Not in my fairy tales. God damn it. Um, yeah, and then there's like a medium-sized mama bear. The middle-sized one. And then the papa bear, which Aku describes as a great, huge bear. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. We've been, yeah, we have both been frustrated at times with the lack of Aku in some of these episodes. You know, his his threat is ever present, but um, we don't get to see him as much as, you know, we would like. Yeah. So this this episode and these line deliveries are like such a treat. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, yeah. And, and just like the regular story, uh, you know, they're going to wait for their porridge to cool down. Um, and they all share like an unsettling laugh together that yeah. goes on for way too long. The middle sized bear sounds like it's like high on something or like wine drunk. Like it's a yeah. wine mom bear. Like- <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, the, all, all three of them are just like really weird and unsettling characters. Like even this story, like now the ball is in Aku's court where he gets to like, you know, tell the, the bad story about Jack and like even this one he can't get right. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's really good. Um, so they they step out of the house, and Aku says, while they were out, a wicked samurai came to the house. And <laughs> we could see the shadow of Samurai Jack, like, kind of lurking outside of the windows of this this little cottage. With, like, glowing red eyes. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he busts the door open and... <laughs> Yeah, there's this like really strung out looking version of Jack. Yeah, the way he's drawn in this this uh, story is really great. He's all exaggerated. His head is like gigantic and he has no neck and he right. just looks like, yeah, like you said, like really strung out and just kind of <laughs> like vicious. Yeah, he's like a like an animal, like a rabid version of Jack. Um, And yeah, just like you said, he's got these big blood red eyes and like very sharp, ferocious teeth. Yeah. Um, and uh, Aku calls him an impudent, bad old samurai. <laughs> yeah, he does. He deserves it. That bad <laughs> old samurai. Um, it's so good. Uh, yeah, Jack like throws the door open and sees the porridge. And this has got to be another great episode for Philomar to record because he gets to do like a take on the samurai Jack accent and just goes oh yeah porridge yeah it's kind of like a it's kind of like an even more over the top mad jack yeah and so the wicked samurai began to eat it did not matter to him if the porridge was too hot too cold or just right he ate it all oh 
<laughs> and he's smashing the bowls on the wall and he throws one out the window and then he eats yeah. the last one. <laughs> <laughs> this Jack is insane. Um, and then, yeah, Aku says that then, you know, this the samurai started to just destroy the house. Um, we get a really good montage of this this version of Jack just completely fucking up the bear's house. Yeah. Um, there's some really good moments. I wrote down a few of the standouts. Um, he is stomping around in some like muddy sandals. Like he's got mud all over his sandals. Mm -hmm. He somehow managed to like walk on the walls and the ceiling because yeah. we see footprints everywhere. Yeah, the tracks just go like all the way around the room. <laughs> yeah. Um, we can see him like steal a snow globe. Yeah, it's it's great too because he like stands over it for a second looking at it and then he just like quickly snatches it and puts it in his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no one there. And like, it's just a snow globe, but he's like, oh, yeah, I'll take that. Oh, it's got Santa Claus in it, too. It does have Santa Claus in it. So it's the second Santa uh, reference of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> um, uh, my Maybe my personal favorite. Uh, he carves his name in the wall in like graffiti lettering, just writes Samurai Jack on the wall <laughs> yep. in like graffiti. Very impressive, actually. Yeah, uh, pretty, pretty good pensmanship, swordsmanship, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> And then he destroys some vinyl records, which, uh, of course, Brendan, I wrote down the names of these vinyl records for you, which I'm going to oh, share. Oh, thank right God, because I didn't. That's okay. I got you covered. Um, the first one is Rare Bear, Medium Rare, uh, <laughs> which just has a picture of a bear playing a stand-up bass. All I right. I really desperately want that that album. Yeah, it's too bad they didn't release that. Maybe maybe I Am 8-Bit can get on that at some point. <laughs> um. I think they should. Um, the uh, another record is "Hello Edna" live from Boise, and it's a comedy record with like an old lady on the phone. I don't know. It looks like a jerky boys kind yeah. of <laughs> yeah, that's what I was stupid say. comedy <laughs> record. Um, and then we have "Great Moose Operas," which is a uh, moose uh, singing some opera music. Very yep. good. Look, it says on the tin. Um, Slim Sings Slow Tunes. Uh, <laughs> not sure about that one. Uh, and then the last one is Sweatin' to the Pastries from Fat Records with a Z, um, which I think is some kind of weird Fat Boys reference. Um, <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Well, isn't, isn't that a, uh, is it Richard Simmons, Sweatin' to the Oldies? Uh, yeah, that, that actually, you know what, maybe you're onto something here. But it's sweating to the pastries. Yeah. From yeah. Fat Records. Um, <laughs> like a Weird Al thing going on. Anyway, it's very funny. Um, yeah, he, Jack is like destroying this house. Oh, the only other thing I had was that he uh, dunks his head in a fishbowl and swallows a goldfish hole. <laughs> yeah, we see the fish. It's just a, a single shot of the fish, like looking terrified. And then suddenly Jack's whole head is in the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he just swallows it live. Um, this Jack is a very bad old samurai. <laughs> He's a monster. <laughs> uh, the bears come home and find their house has been destroyed and then they start doing the you know well someone's been eating my food someone's been doing this someone's been doing that and the wee bear says you know someone's been sleeping in my bed and they're there right now and it cuts to Jack laying in this bed in like tidy whiteies like he's yeah. taking his robe off yeah. um, <laughs> he's sleeping in this bed in the middle of the room there's like a pizza box open on the floor next he's to him he's got like a pot belly <laughs> yeah um it's it's really funny and uh jack wakes up and yells at them he just says shut up i'm trying to sleep 
And Jack's <laughs> face in this yeah. moment is so fucking funny. Yeah, we get like a uh, like a SpongeBob style, like close up, higher definition or like higher detail picture. He's got these huge dark bags under his eyes and like yeah. five o'clock shadow. <laughs> He, he looks like shit. Like, he looks terrible. <laughs> He's so disheveled. <laughs> it's really funny. I do love seeing, like, Jack depicted in this way. So, like, I don't know. I don't know how effective Aku's story is, but, like, I'm loving it. Yeah. Oh, I'm having a great time. <laughs> um, A child interrupts the story in this moment and is like, wait, well, wait a minute. And Aku's like, hey, like, why are you interrupting me? What's so important? And the child says, well... Jack wouldn't do that. And Aku says to the child, oh, you know him? Yeah. She's like, shut up and sit down. Just, yeah, shaming this child for interrupting him. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Aku's got a nice, he's he's good with the kids. Yeah. And Aku, he admits, you know, well, maybe that story was a little bit exaggerated, um, but that's all right. Uh, I'll tell you another story. Um, So he starts telling them the story of the three little pigs. Mm Mm-hmm. Which he immediately messes up because he says that they're sitting in a house that's made of straw, wood, and brick. Yeah, so, like, already bad start. It's one house. Yeah. <laughs> He's, like, so confident, like, sends the book away at the beginning of the episode. Like, I don't need this. I know these stories. <laughs> Maybe not as well as he thought. Yeah, the pigs are sitting in this house. They're, like, on a couch watching TV, which is kind of fun. Yep. Um, and there's a knock on the door. And Aku says at the door was Big Bad Jack. Yep. And then we get like a, a Shining reference for some reason. <laughs> yeah. It's, <laughs> it's funny. Like this. Yeah. This Jack starts to like barge its way in is hacking at the door with a sword. And yeah, sticks, sticks his face. You kind of knew as soon as he was hacking at the door. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe that was going to happen. Uh, yeah. He sticks his face in the door and says, here's Jackie. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good. <laughs> Uh, the kids are scared. Like one of them interrupts and literally says, I'm scared. And yeah. Aku just says, good. The samurai is scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the kids start protesting a little bit more saying like, yeah, well, no, Jack, this is not Jack. We've, we've heard stories of Jack and he would never do anything like this. And Aku has had enough. He just silences them. Yep. It's like, all right, fine. That's enough of that. I'm going to tell you another story. And the kids, it like cuts back to the kids and they all roll their eyes. They're like, all right, this is getting ridiculous. It's getting old now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Aku starts telling the story of Cinderella, (laughs) which is really good because uh, we see Cinderella like scrubbing a floor. uh, And he says that um, she was uh, with her evil stepmother, Jacqueline. And we see like this, this very ugly like big old lady, scary looking old lady who's got the face of Samurai Jack yeah, and the ponytail. Yeah, <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, yeah, the step, the evil stepmother Jacqueline and the evil stepsisters Jackie and Jaquela, which look exactly the same. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and the kids shut this shit down like immediately. Like, yeah, one we of don't, them's like we don't go very far into this one at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, this this one. Um, the kid says, "Well, Jack is a man." He's like, all right, fine. Aku's like, all right, fine. We're moving on. <laughs> and he starts telling another story. He says there's a there's a house made of candy. And we can see a house made of candy, but a giant samurai smashed it. And we can see like a humongous Jack step on it. Yeah, this is my favorite <laughs> one because he steps on it. And he goes, fee, fi, fo, fum. Guess my name. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I was confused. Like, even in this moment, I'm like, what? <laughs> this is several things. And the kids, yeah, they they lay it out. They're like, well, wait a minute. Those are three different stories. And Aku is just like, yeah, with great endings. <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs> He's getting really desperate here. Just getting all confused. Yeah, Aku's every story he's ever heard is now coming out of his mouth, but none of them are (laughs) right and none of them are convincing these kids. Um, It cuts to Jack kissing a frog and then the frog eats him. And one of the kids is like, wait, wasn't he just a giant? (laughs) And he goes, yes. (laughs) Yeah, he was. They're confused as fuck. Um, Aku is like on tilt in this moment, like he's fully gone off the rails. Yeah, yeah. He's lost the plot. <laughs> I think it, one, one of the kids literally just says, what? Um, <laughs> which is good. And then, yeah, from this point on, we get like a, a mishmash of different fairy tales, like a montage of all these mm-hmm. different fairy tales that like he doesn't even describe them. It's, it's just we see them. And in each one of them, uh, Jack is getting killed by something. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, I've got a detailed list for you here, Brendan. So we're going to we're going to run through them together. All right. Um, All right. So we see uh, Rapunzel. Uh, Jack calls to Rapunzel to let down her hair and she drops a horse on him. Yep. Jack is like dressed up as the Pied Piper and playing a flute and he gets eaten alive by a bunch of rats. Yep. And we see his skeleton, which I think is the second time we've seen his skeleton in the show. I love seeing Jack's skeleton. Skeleton. Yeah. (laughs) More we can more we can see it, the better. Um. Jack is rubbing a lamp and summons a genie who like smushes him. Yeah, just with a with his the heel of his fist. Yep, very good. A uh, giant spider eats Jack as he's uh, sitting on a tuffet eating curds and whey. <laughs> yep, yeah. A uh, ugly duckling walks up to him and just punches him right in the face. <laughs> yeah, this one's this one's maybe my favorite one because it's like. It's in the background and it just kind of like waddles over to him and then like grows a giant fist and just like decks him. Clocks him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Rayman Legends, like giant fist forming and just yeah. Yeah, smacking him. Yep. <laughs> um, it's very good. Um, a old woman in a shoe crushes Jack in like Monty Python style, like getting crushed by a giant foot. Yep. It's a giant Chuck Taylor. Yep. Three blind mice, like three gigantic giant blind mice eat him. They like chase him and eat him. Yep. <laughs> um, three men in a tub uh, take turns smacking him in the face with oars. Yeah, this one I'm not familiar with. This was the only one of these like fairy tales that I didn't recognize. Yeah, it took me a minute, uh, but I believe it is um, Rub-A-Dub-Dub, Three Men in a Tub. It's been oh, a long time. Oh, we're, we're, you know what? That makes sense, actually. We're we're old men. Yeah. So. Uh, old childless men who have, have no reason to <laughs> stay on top of these old fairy tales. Nursery rhymes and fairy tales, yeah. <laughs> uh, only a couple more. Uh, he is holding an apple in his mouth and an arrow gets shot in him and pierces through the back of his head, which is like a little gruesome. Yeah, it's 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 the most brutal one, even though he's been crushed and eaten. Yeah, no, <laughs> like literally we see an arrow like sticking out the back of his head. So that's nice. Um. And then the final one, uh, Jack is an egg and he falls off a wall and like splits open. So that's very good, too. You okay? You're making a face. I feel like we missed one unless it comes up later. I think we missed the Puss in Boots. Oh, you know what? I think that happened before this montage and I forgot to bring it up. Ah, Oh, well, it's the moment's okay. gone. We're moving on. Um, Yeah, so that's that was a very good scene. Aku just, yeah, throwing out 
everything he has, like trying to get these kids convinced. Um, and it just absolutely didn't work. We see, no. we like cut back into the chamber and the kids' faces, they're like completely lost. Yeah, they're, they're super confused. They have no idea what's going on at this point. No. Uh, Aku, he really, he flew off the handle. If he could have just kept his cool, you know, maybe it would have worked, but, um, he, the kids, they all look confused and Aku is like, all right, well, I got one more story for you. Here's the truest story of all. And he says, a powerful wizard destroyed a pathetic samurai. And we can see, like, Aku defeating Samurai Jack. <laughs> yeah, he, he just punches him once. And then there's, like, a scene where Jack's in the distance. And he just explodes in a mushroom cloud. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's Aku's favorite story. <laughs> um, yeah, he says that story, like, extremely quickly and unceremoniously. And then just screams, the end! And disappears like he vanishes out of this chamber. Yeah. He just storms out. He's embarrassed himself, and he's he's out of here. I feel like this this whole thing did exactly the opposite of what he was hoping for. Right. And uh, I don't know at which point he should have just uh, like smote some of the kids, and then, then they would have been scared of him. If the kids are the problem, I got a great solution. Get rid of them. Yeah. Um, that's nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the kids... Like, they kind of think for a minute now that Aku's gone, and one of them stands up and is just like, nah, that's not how it would happen. Like, that final story. Yeah. Then we get a great scene of the kids. They're starting to tell their version of the story of Jack versus Aku. Yeah, we get an in-fiction Samurai Jack fan fiction. Yeah, I love it. Um, We're, like, seeing what they say. Yeah, they they start to build out this scene, uh, and we can see Jack climbing the side of a castle at night, like Mm. this tall stone tower. It looks very much like the uh, Castlevania castle. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Like under this ominous green moon, mm-hmm. um, he's climbing the tower and then he fights like a giant mutant with many arms. Yeah, one of the kids um, calls it an eight foot six armed mutant guard. <laughs> That's pretty badass. Yeah. That kid's, that kid's going places. Got a vivid imagination. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he defeats that and then he keeps climbing and one of the kids <laughs> describes him as being all battle damaged with his hair all messed yeah, up. And I like this because it's we, we just see him climbing and then goes and he's battle damaged. And then his shirt is suddenly ripped uh, and like yeah. off of him. And then another kid says and his hair is all messed up and his hair then suddenly is like flowing like it does Falls when he out. loses the ponytail. Yeah. Yeah. And then another kid says Jack's sword is in his teeth. And, like he's <laughs> instantly got his sword like in his teeth and he just goes. Arr. Yeah. I love the growl. <laughs> <laughs> As Jack reaches the top of the castle, Aku would creepily creep out from the shadows. But Jack can smell his foul stench. And then they fight! Not yet! First they would steer each other down. So, these kids are doing exactly what you and me are doing right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> describing like a fight in a scene between Jack and Aku. Um <laughs> They're doing our job and maybe doing a much better job of it than, than we do. <laughs> well, I don't know. They, they keep trying to jump ahead. <laughs> Neither of us would do that. No, we take the time to read every record that the <laughs> that the bears owned that Jack destroyed. It's what the people want. Yeah, we do it so you don't have to. <laughs> um, yeah, they it's it's kind of a funny moment. Like before the fight, like one of them keeps trying to say and then they fight. And every time and, he does, uh, they both leap into the air. And then anytime somebody says no, they stop and then like just yeah. teleport back down to the ground. Yeah, it's pretty funny. 
Um, there's one kid who has a really funny voice that kind of sounds like this. Yeah. I like that kid. Um, yeah. And they, they kind of do this a few times. And then that, that kid who's like ready for the fight, he just says, now? And then one of the other kids says, now. And then they start the fight. Yep. Aku, they say that Aku would turn into something. Uh, and he turns into a dragon, kind of the same dragon as we saw before. Yeah, slightly um, different. He's he's like a fatter dragon this time. Right. Um, actually, the kid describes him as a dragon-like creature. So he's not a dragon. No, he's he's uh, a dragon adjacent. Right. He's like a dragon. Uh, my favorite of the Yakuza games. <laughs> um, he, uh, yeah, they, they fight for like a minute and Jack defeats Aku and like splits him in half. The kids are like celebrating the story. Yeah. Um, one of the kids says then that Jack um, sheathes his sword all cool style, like rubbing it off on his yeah. Komodo and then putting it away. Um, so they really are just us in the scene, like not knowing how to describe that motion any better, <laughs> like not being able to find the words for what we're seeing. Um, I don't know. I feel. <laughs> it seems like you hurt your own feelings there. <laughs> no. I feel a bond with these kids. Um, yeah. Uh, it's it's funny. One of the kids says, then Jack like delivers a line um, and actually delivers a line about like, now my quest is finally over and like, I'm ready to go back in time and stop Aku from destroying the future. So like, not only do the kids know the story of Jack's travels, like defeating all these people and saving all these people, but like, they also know all the details about his quest to like go back to his own time. So like, yeah. I guess everybody just knows that. That's common knowledge now. Yeah, that's just part of the Jack lore. And yeah, there's a great shot of Jack, like, standing, looking out heroically into the night sky at the top of this this tall tower. Mm -hmm. um, and the kids are, like, cheering. They're, like, so happy about Jack saving the day and winning the fight. Um, and then that is the end of the episode. Yeah. So, Brandon, last Nick. week you um, accused me of not – liking fun you accused me of hating fun <laughs> did i do that it doesn't you sound did. like something i would do <laughs> uh i am a notorious fun hater uh mm -hmm. i i could be a little bit of a downer uh that's all right <laughs> you know i'm man enough to admit that um i fucking hated last week's episode and i'll say it again i'll yep. say it till i die oh i know <laughs> what is more fun then Aku reading a bunch of classic fairy tales to a room full of terrified children. Oh, probably nothing. No, nothing could be more fun than that. And I have good news for you. I loved this episode. Yeah, this is a, a great one. I've actually this is one that I do remember very well, and I have been yeah. waiting for it. Um, so I was really happy to see that it, it was the, the cap for our first season. Yeah, it's like the perfect season finale um for the show yeah kind of like <laughs> like we've said like we've seen all these episodes and like tried to describe the events of of samurai jack and like now like in world like jack is this known figure for like all of these these exploits and, and feats that he's accomplished and yeah the kids the kids loving him and then um sort of delivering that that story at the end um and aku like realizing that now he looks like a fool because mm -hmm. everyone knows about how good Jack is and trying to like save face with all these children. Um, it's just so good. It's like so funny. And yeah, like the perfect way to wrap up this season. Yeah. And I think it really does a good job establishing that people do know what's going on now. And it's not just like 
where at the beginning, nobody even knew who Jack was. And, and he right. was like running around having to tell everybody. I kind of hope that carries through that, like people from this point kind of know who he is when he shows up. Right. Like the legendary warrior that everyone's heard all these stories about. Right. Yeah. Um, which is cool. Yeah. I don't know, man. Such such a good episode. And, and just like I said earlier, like definitely the best Aku content that we've gotten because it was all Aku like all the time, mm-hmm. um, which is so good. I'm like so happy that we got this episode with Mako, like really delivering like some all timers. Um, yeah, I feel like he really deserved his time in the spotlight. And I think this was a great way to do it. He 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 will return. I believe. I think Aku is in other episodes of the show. I don't think he disappeared for good. I think so. I don't think he's like hiding out for the rest of the show, but he could be. We'll find out. We'll have to find out. Yeah. I can only say so many times I love this episode, so I'm going to stop saying it. Yep, I um, agree. <laughs> a thousand times. This, <laughs> this was very this is a very very fun one and uh I'm I'm ready to jump into season 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we do that, at, with this being the finale, um, you know, we are we are now ready to sort of look back on season one uh, as a whole, kind of give our general thoughts of the season and, uh, you know, what we thought and and do a little ranking of the episodes. You and me are going to have our own personal ranks and we'll we'll go over those. That is going to be an episode we're going to bring to all of you uh, next week. So before then, what we would love more than anything uh, is if people could reach out to us at got a recap at gmail.com. Uh, with their own thoughts on season one of Samurai Jack and, uh, you know, any rankings. If you want to see your favorite episode, favorite three episodes, your least favorite episode of the season, like we want to hear what everybody thought of season one. Um, that would that would be a real treat for us. So please, please take the time to uh, send us an email. That would yeah, be awesome. I, I would love to hear what everybody has to say. Um, if you want to send it to us on Twitter, you can do that as well. Yeah. Uh, at Gotta Recap. Um, we'll, we'll take a look there. We'll make sure to read... Uh, all the submissions we get or as many as we can um, and include that. Uh, we'll probably not take that into our own rankings consideration, but I would still love to hear and share that one's that's going to be a fight to the death between you and me, buddy. Oh, yeah. Comes out victorious. That mobsters is going in number one. <laughs> not on my watch. I'm going to sabotage <laughs> it. Well, I'm not going to sabotage it. It's already got a pretty firm <laughs> spot on my list. I wonder where. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, uh, please, please take the time to reach out. That would that would be super cool. And we, we'd love to uh, sort of take time to celebrate season one with with all of our listeners. That would be super cool. Um, and yeah, uh, follow us on social media. Um, that would be great. We would appreciate that. And then if you could drop us a review on Apple Podcasts, um, we would be extremely grateful for that. So drop us a big old five star review. Um, thank you for everyone who has done that so far. That's a big help. Yeah, and thank everybody for joining us through season one. It's been great so far. I'm looking forward to uh, continuing it into season two and beyond. Yes, I, I, I am. Uh, I'm not sure what I want to say in this moment, so I'm stammering. That's um, okay. We're very excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're very excited for season two and beyond. Uh, we're only just getting started here, Brendan. So let's let's keep this let's keep this thing going. Yeah, strap in. Strap in, everybody. Uh, We will be with you next week for our season one recap. Uh, And until then, thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.